This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Part three of Kingsman, the Golden Circle. <laughs> What's up, bruv? What's up, bruv? Um, hey, bro. Yeah, anybody uh, have anything happen during that last break? <laughs> anything, no, anything important? Just get some shit done? Some shit li- happened, literally. <laughs> you gotta uh, do what you gotta do. It was a long day for me. And uh, yeah, it all came to a head. Uh, speaking of shitty, uh, we talk about the president here. <laughs> he effectively quarantines every affected citizen, including his own secretary, in these like con- like containers inside of like stadiums and such. Which yeah. I'm impressed by how f- the logistics of how fast they were able to come up with this entire thing, like was, to do. It was very unrealistic. But also, I felt for her because she was arguing earlier, you know, in a roundabout way, like, "What about if somebody just, you know, just took a few hits?" Just to take the edge off things. He's like, no, fuck them. They're fucking deserve to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate, man. Yeah, so um huh, we see Liam, he's been infected after smoking crystal meth. Jamal's like, bruv, I told you you shouldn't have done that shit, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> um now I got a bunch of clips in a row that they were all gonna be one clip, it was gonna be way too long, and I wanted to edit it down for your sake of everybody listening. So I broke these into smaller clips. I'm going to play each one and we'll break each one down and talk about each one of them. So here goes the first one. Good news, gentlemen. He'll be back on his feet in no time. I'm not certain that's a good idea. What do you mean? I shot Asian whiskey deliberately. What? Why? He was working against us. And until we find out why, I say we trust no one. Well, Harry's sick. This whole thing is my fault. I thought he was ready. Sorry, I've got to take this. Listen to me. This is not about my mental health. If there's a chance, there's a double agent in our midst, or worse. The statesman itself has a dark agenda. We have to safeguard this mission. We both know the president wants these victims dead. Hey, baby. Hey. (laughs) Fuck. Look, Harry, I trust you. I always have. It's about this situation. We need statesmen's resources, and I need to know that you are fit for work. Babe, why didn't you call me? Are you the banana man? Listen, we're on the verge of finding an antidote. It's going to be all right. Now, look left for me. There's nothing wrong with my brain. Look right. Can you remember the headline when you uncovered that spy ring at the Pentagon? The football. England beat Germany 5-1. Thatcher's assassination attempt. Charles and Dice waiting. Hey, Bjorn Borg! If you can hear me, I want you to know that I love you. And if we get through this and you will have me back, I want to be with you, no matter what. I promise I won't let you down. It's all going to be all right. My favorite singer. I don't bloody know how I know that. It's John Denver. Merlin, have you got eyes on that location yet? 
Soon, the reconnaissance drone's about an hour away, which gives us time to sort Bollocks, out. Bollocks, we haven't got time for anything. I'm leaving now, with or without you. Yeah, so, in the first of this this little... I called this the epic crescendo of the movie because a bunch of shit starts happening all at once. Um, so, this first one, Merlin's given Harry a test to find out if he's actually suitable for field work or if he's actually crazy because Harry just comes up and says, nah, I, I fucking shot him. Like, there's no more of this hiding shit. I, I shot that fucker right in the fucking face. I don't trust him. So, Merlin tests him out a little bit. We do find out that his favorite singer is John Denver. <laughs> I wonder why. And uh, we get a we get a scene of Eggsy talking to Tildy on the phone, and you know, he's he's uh, telling her you know oh, everything's gonna be okay, and she's just fucking laughing crazy because she's got the blue, she she got the blue, and uh, she eventually paralyzes at the end of it, and he's sitting there telling her, hey, we're gonna make this okay, and uh, they go out and they're leaving the Statesman headquarters, and that brings us into. Part B of this clip. Hello. Identify yourself. My name is Stacy Pruitt. I'm Miss Poppy Adams' attorney. Poppy, you expecting a lawyer tonight? Oh yes. Please send him in. But don't forget to reactivate the landmines. Good evening, Miss Adams. My lawyer is bringing you the document. Right now, hurry up. And once you countersign, it becomes an executive decree, and you can't back out, and then I release the antidote. Can you give me any assurance you can get it out there in time? And where's it going to come from? How long is it going to take to distribute? I wouldn't worry about that. I have secure stockpiles hidden in every major city worldwide. And when I enter the access code, my fleet of drones will distribute the antidote immediately. So don't dilly-dally sign that document because time is running out. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> I love that line. You dumb bitch. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> I just love that she used the phrase dilly-dally. Yeah. Because I use that all the time. Uh, I also like that her actual lawyer looks just like fucking Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. So yes. like that's like a that was like a perfect setup. Um mm -hmm. so we get her, you know, signing her paperwork over what she wants, sending it back to the president. That way the president can sign it, she gets what she wants, bingo bango bongo, but the president is still playing her for the long con. And just the way he says that dumb bitch makes me laugh every time. That dumb bitch. I don't know why. It just does. Uh tickles my cockles of my heart. We already established that you don't have heart cockles. You just got heart cocks. I know. That's pretty, pretty funny. I, I made me chuckle a little bit. So here comes part C of this clip. You all right? What was that phone call to go? Let's not Harry. I don't think you'd sympathize, and I'm not really in the mood for a lecture. All right. How about a martini, for old times' sake? Yeah, all right. 
I had a girlfriend. I lost her. And it broke me. Now, if this mission fails, she's gonna die. I know it's against Kingsman rules, having a relationship. When I was shot, can you guess what the last thing was that flashed through my mind? It was absolutely nothing. I had no ties, no bittersweet memories. I was leaving nothing behind. Never experienced companionship, never been in love. And in that moment, all I felt was loneliness and regret. I'm sorry. Don't be. Just know that having something to lose is what makes life worth living. Now let's go and save your girl. I missed you, Harry. Gentlemen, I hate to break up a party. We're nearly there, so I suggest we get ready. Follow me. nice little touching scene here of, of Harry and Eggsy reconnecting a little bit and you know Eggsy's like apologizing for the fact that hey I, I know that the big rule of the Kingsman was don't ever get involved because you got to be able to like die and you know once you're involved and fall in love like that's kind of hard to do because it, it ties you back to something in the real world you know it's, it's one of those keep your distance types things but uh, Harry looks at him and says you know I fucking regret the fact that I never you know, lived my life for me. I lived my entire life for Kingsman and all it did was get me killed. <laughs> I know I'm alive still, but it got me killed for them and I regret that. I really wish I would have made connections. I really wish I would have met somebody. I really wish I would have thought about a, a life because the whole thing is I've been fighting for everyone to have a life and I don't even have one myself. Yeah, he really wishes he would have... Uh... <laughs> Got a backstage pass. <laughs> he still might be able to. Uh, now, the funny part is, I don't know if I changed the clips here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to find out in one second if I actually did what I was supposed to do and change to the next clip. Yes. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> I'm Jack. What's your name? How would you like to ride home on a real cowboy? I got a six-pack of cold ones on ice, and my room is out all night, so you can scream my name as loud as you need to, sugar. I hate to do this to you, Jack. Who's this pretty lady? She's dead. Cop said, wrong place, wrong time. Hey, honey. I'm heading to the grocery store. Ginger. 
butterfly guy shot me in the fucking head. Why would he do that? <laughs> well, I'm guessing you didn't fix him right. And where the hell is he? He's on his way to Cambodia with Eggsy and Merlin. That's where Poppy's base is. Eggsy's gonna need backup. Yes, he is. Get the silver pony on the runway and ready to take off. Good, Marlin. Feeling good, Exy. Right. This is yours. That's for you. Press the S. Minesweeper. Garcia stays with more bodies. Careful. Those are hand grenades. As discussed, this is for the end game. I'm entrusting it to you. And I'm entrusting this to me. To me. So, <laughs> oh, another epic scene building. Like, this is just a big build-up in this movie. Um, Whiskey comes back after after Ginger saves him. And you can tell, like, he's been killed before. This isn't, like, his first rodeo, pardon the pun. Wow. <laughs> oh. see what you <laughs> did there. Crickets there. I was like, damn, everyone is tired. <laughs> it's daylight oh, saving. Fuck daylight I'm savings. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, uh... So he he his method of coming back, whereas you know Harry's was the dog. He has a picture of his wife who got you know held up and basically murdered by some drug addicts. Um, so that's his trigger to come back, and he remembers the whole thing. He's like the damn god darn stupid fucking butterfly guy shot me. <laughs> um, when she asks, he didn't say it's because you know he didn't trust him. He said because you didn't fix him right. I also mm-hmm. like how he calls his fighter jet the Silver Pony. <laughs> yes. Fire up the Silver Pony and get her ready to take her off. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, just him as a redneck is pretty funny to me. I don't know what it is. Um, then we get on the plane and we start seeing, you know, Merlin and Harry and Eggsy getting their weaponry. Um, and it's this typical, like, scene where they're picking up their weapons again, just like the first movie. And fucking Merlin just wants a big fucking knife. <laughs> like, you know. Yes, a large knife. Yeah, he's like, this one's for me. <laughs> um, now this next scene um, is the final clip of this crescendo. It's also a beautiful scene, and it's a scene that if I had a heart would make me cry. <laughs> 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 if, you know, if I only had a heart. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to play this last one out here before we uh, move a little further into the movie, but this one is the last of the crescendo.
situation here. fucking man you yeah i feel as though i can admit to you that that scene got me pretty goddamn good the music too like if if he and he's just so fucking like he knows he's going to die 
Yeah, it's a triumphant middle finger. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? It was it was really, really good. And I cried, you know. Yep, as, it got as silly me. as this fucking movie can get, it it got me. And I'll I'll, yeah. I'll I'll have to admit that while I was playing, I'm watching the Oscars with the sound off and the in memoriam is playing. <laughs> I'm tearing up again seeing seeing faces that I recognize and it's like, fuck, really? anyway yeah yeah um so what happened for for the people that are haven't watched this for some reason yeah i don't understand why you haven't but <laughs> eggsy accidentally steps on a landmine and merlin sprays it with a freezing thing and before anybody can react at all he's now standing on it um and he's you know made his mind up i'm going to fucking die for you guys to finish this out the right way and uh he he made that decision also because Eggsy's father kind of saved all of their lives in in the beginning of the first Kingsman movie. Um, Harry's like it was my fault, but he's like I'm I'm it's too late. <laughs> fucking moments passed. This is my this is my fucking choice to make. And then he just fucking sings that song so Scottish, <laughs> like yes, and, and like roads. country roads take me home to the place <laughs> I belong. <laughs> And his fucked up teeth and everything. I fucking love it. Like they zoom in right on that shit. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's it's a beautiful fucking scene for like a man who his entire time he's not even an agent. He's just been behind the scenes. Like this is the first time really like getting to go out and do this shit. And like he didn't even make it to yep. the mission. He didn't even make it to the gates. Like he's outside the gates and he and he fucking you know understands the bigger and most important thing and he's, he does the most selfless act he can. So, this one's for Merlin. Um, now we get uh, an epic fucking fight scene, though, because, you know, we can't dwell on that for too long. Um, so, Eggsy and Harry enter Poppy Land, and they begin fighting. I mean, this is, like, just another one of these great shootout scenes. Um, another little um, James Bond uh, Easter egg is the briefcase, because in uh, the one of the... Um, original uh what's his fucking name sean connery once he had a briefcase that had weaponry in it as well yes um so there's a couple little james bonds nods in here uh i just there's so many cool things that happen in this fight scene like i, I love when he shoots the rocket into the bazooka and blows it up is that great you know uh the the crazy robot thing comes out and then he basically bolos the fucking explosives back um yeah it's just it's 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 really great like it's just like i love the fight scenes in these movies like they're just amazing there's like no other way to describe it but like just insanely good the frenetic work and the pacing and the camera at work and just the angles all of it is just beautiful um at this point uh we also like go back and forth between, you know, them fighting outside and Sir Elton John realizing that today is the day to get rescued. And it's Wednesday and Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Uh, isn't that supposed to be Saturday? He goes, what day is it today? Wednesday. Then <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucking karate kicks across the stage in this fucking That's fabulously the feathered outfit. Drop kick is the best. Oh, with these giant fucking boots on. Uh, Elton John is, I'm just, I don't even know how to like describe how awesome of a person he is. Um, but he is, um, at this point, you know, the, the fights moved around, uh, 
Eggsy and Charlie are now fighting because they came in to get the briefcase from her and Charlie took off running with it. So Eggsy chases him down and uh, Poppy has sick, you know, Benny and Jet on, on, on Harry at this point. And uh, one of them, I don't know which one's which, but I think, I think it might be Jet is the first one that goes out and Benny's the one that rests. But uh, he's in the bowling alley and the dog's chasing him up the thing. And he gets to the fucking, like, right as the dog's by him, Elton John's face stick, sticks in the way. <laughs> because Elton John's a friend. They can't attack Elton John. And, Eric, just for you, I pulled this clip. Because I love you. Thank you. Fuck you, Fuck you, Elton. Kill Elton John. Elton, take the ball. Thank you. Now, go off and save the world. If I save the world, can I have two tickets to your next concert? Darling, if you save the world, you can have a backstage pass. (laughs) 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 Oh, it would have been better if the music actually kicked in. Yes, so Elton John also offered Harry anal. Totally, totally. Totally. I mean, that's kind of like what happens if you save the world in these movies. That's what you get. That's what you get. Honestly, it's a small price to pay for someone saving the world, and I think Elton John might like it to start with. So, like, You think he's a bottom? I don't know. I mean, he not in this movie he doesn't. He has top energy. (laughs) But who knows? It's slow motion karate kick. Top energy all day. Yeah, I, I love that, man. I thought that was fucking really funny. And also, you know, I talked a little bit about combating the negative reviews of that first movie when it, when it came to misogyny and things of that nature. This was a clever way to, you know, spin that whole anal controversy from the first film on its head. Yeah. I mean, they still had her offer it again. <laughs> oh, sure. But that's just because, you know, like, you have two choices as a, as a person. You can either back down and apologize, or you can double down. Double I'm a down double downer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... our, our next t-shirt should be double down on anal masters yeah. of the cinematic universe. Nice. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like when it comes to getting canceled, you can just either sit back and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Then you're fucking canceled. Now they own you. Or you can be like, fuck you bring it, bitch. I'm the oh, fuck yeah. you bring a bitch. You're real uh, Roseanne Barr over here, man. I'm just yeah, saying, right? like, <laughs> fucking, you can't. I canceled you. <laughs> yeah, how do you like how that works? Um, no, I mean that's that's the whole thing, man. You just you gotta like get going. So, back to the fighting. Charlie's got his new arm, his, his arm again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's fighting hit um, Eggsy. Uh, however, Eggsy outsmarts him and takes control of his arm by fucking like hacking into it with his watch. Um, at which point, Charlie like unstraps it, and Eggsy's like, "You know what? I'm a fucking man of honor. Not only will I beat you, but I'll beat you with one hand tied behind my back." And here's the other thing: Eggsy puts his right arm behind his back because Charlie's got his left arm available to him only, so he wants it to be fair. He doesn't want to have any advantage at all. Um, and they have this like epic one-armed fight. Um, and 
Eggsy handles him and basically uh, gets him on the ground, puts a knee on his back and says, this is for all these people and names out, you know, uh, Merlin, Roxy, Brandon, JB, Arthur. And then he basically just snaps his fucking neck in half. Like, pop. I do have to say that he never should have gotten the chance to do that because he should have been dead like five times from from the arm. And oh it's, yeah, it's another it's another you know example of that. Let's adjust the power for for the moment kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, he plants that arm right in his chest multiple times. He should have been squished. That was great. But it's all cool. I mean, because it it's not like it's unique. This happens in well, it happens in almost every Marvel movie. So. It's all good, but, you know, it's definitely there. I agree. So, um, the other the other fight is going on with Harry and the dogs. Instead of Benny and Jets, since uh, Jets done is it's Harry and Benny. Um, so, he gets into a the, the beauty salon where, you know, you get your makeovers done. And he ends up killing the other dog by pouring the molten gold on top of it. Which, this is a nice yeah, little bit of cool. irony. Um, yeah. And I like how like Poppy's watching the camera and then like the gold runs down the camera and she like, she's like, oh, they beat my dog. <laughs> her, her reaction. She, I mean, even to the end, she's pretty fucking stoic. She doesn't like really show at all that she's feeling it. She's like, eh, I can still probably do something. Um, so we get another clip here. This is a uh, Harry and Eggsy confronting Poppy. And we get kind of our little bit of a twist in the movie, too, while we're here. Hey, fellas. You're going to give us the code. Ooh, or what? Because you don't seem like the kind of gentleman who would hurt a lady. Perhaps not. Call me old-fashioned. I don't consider genocide especially ladylike. Right. Enough small talk. Give us the code. Sure. No, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. Heroin. You know where I come from, this shit you've been peddling drained a lot of lives. For yours is even more deadly. But it feels so nice, it's gonna make you lower your guard. Mm. Our colleague, Merlin. May he rest in peace. Managed to synthesize your horrible little formula and speed up its effects. So I would say you have just under eight minutes before paralysis sets in and your breathing stops. But of course, you know all about that. So here's the deal. You release the antidote worldwide and we make sure you get a dose. I have to give you the code to live. Honey, you're so smart. You should work for me. Right, give us the code. Why not? The decree's getting... Sign soon. Anywho, um, Viva Las Vegan. Get it? Viva Las. Hmm. And come snuggle with me. I like you. I don't think that's terribly lucky. Deed. 
you gave her too much. Did I? You know, I really don't have as much experience with all this drug stuff as people think. Better be the right code. Be my last. So? Don't move, kid. You try anything funny and I'll turn this thing electric. Now give up your guns, fellas. Slide them over. Whiskey, we are all on the same side here. You've had a head injury. The exact same thing happened to Harry. You're having some sort of brain glitch. Nope. My brain's all good, kid. And you know what? I reckon the same was true for your friend Harry over here. Real fine instincts. I'll give him that. So you stay still, or I'll dice him up so small you can take him home in a bucket and still have room for what's left of your buddy Merlin. Well, that is just fucking great. You're working for the president. That asshole? <laughs> Hell no. It's a matter of personal principle, agent. No more drug users. And the statesman's share prize rockets. So those are your principles? Making money? Our agencies were founded to uphold peace, to protect the innocent. Do you want to know who was innocent? My high school sweetheart. Love of my life. Pregnant with my little boy. He'd be about your age now if his mama hadn't got caught in the crossfire when two meth head freaks decided to rob a fucking convenience store. A world without those people in it. Sure smells like peace to me. You break the law, you pay the price. Good riddance to all of them. That's why I gotta destroy that case. Now slide it over, Agent Galahad. Thank you. Do you know what, Harry? I think he's got a point. I think it sounds like a bright idea. Yeah, so a uh, little bit of a twist there. Um. First, Poppy just kind of gives up everything. He doesn't even fucking fight it. Uh, I like, he's like, I'm nice. Not really you. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I that's his can. dog. <laughs> what? That's his actual dog. <laughs> Sorry. It is? No. Being, <laughs> <laughs> making a drunken joke. Um, no, so whiskey comes in, and of course he does. But it's not that he was really playing for her. He was playing for her to get rid of the drugs because he blames his wife and his future child's death on drugs. Yeah. So to him, what he's doing is a fucking noble cause, like. Not to mention the fact that it's going to make his his profits go through the roof. Fucking if drugs are gone, like alcohol sales are going to go through the roof. We're not fixing vices. We're just switching vices. This movie was made by the Dare After School Program. <laughs> I, know, I should have worn my Dare shirt. Um, I was wearing it this morning until I got bacon grease all over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, 
we get another fight scene here because why the fuck not? We, we haven't had enough, you know, yet. Um, Eggsy flashes him and uh, as he does that, Galahad throws the rope off just as he's lighting up. And uh, we just get this cool, like, two-on-one fight scene. And it just shows, like, because Eggsy and uh, Harry are both ridiculously good fighters, but it seems like Whiskey's holding his own with them for a while there. Um, you know, but two-on-one will wear itself out after a while. And eventually, uh, they kind of pile-drive him into the fucking uh, the meat grinder and make some, uh, some pas- Pascal burgers. <laughs> mm. Delicacy. Yeah. The, the whiskey jack on the burger. <laughs> um, but yes, so it, it it's it's a uh, it's one of those things where like you know they 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 took him out they they fought him they they beat the big bad guy even though we didn't know he was the big bad guy and that's where the like the little it's always fun when you get the twist in these movies um, yeah because the whole movie you're like well Poppy's gonna be the hard one to beat she was easy to beat <laughs> like pretty fucking easy honestly um yep and then he was the real the real difficulty um. Because a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> so we get one more clip to end this movie and then we are done with Kingsman the Golden Circle. Even us vegan. This one's for you, Merlin. celebration as millions rejoiced after they or their loved ones were saved from death. Distribution of the Golden Circle antidote continues and field hospitals are emptying as victims return to their homes tonight cured. sanctioned the deaths of hundreds of millions of people and lied to the public. I am proud to be responsible for his impeachment and I will do everything I can to ensure a smooth transition of power. In honor of this historic occasion, we have purchased a distillery in Scotland. This shows the world that Kingsman is now Joining the liquor business. Before we were cousins, now we're brothers, working side by side. All our resources are now yours. You can rebuild. Yeah, y'all shitting in hot cotton now. <laughs> Agent Tequila, this is a formal occasion. Where's your time jacket? Sorry, sir. Maybe the Kingsman boys can dress you properly. 
to our union. To the union. Final order of business. We would be honored if one of you would be our new agent whiskey. Yeah, this uh, two Galahad thing is just, just fucking confusing. Oh, uh, well, well I'm very honored by the, uh... I'd like to throw my hat in the ring. All right. Statesman to vote. Looks like she's in. Have a seat. Are you sure I don't look like a dick? Look in the mirror. What do you see? Somebody can't believe what the fuck is going on. I see a man who's honorable. Brave. Loyal. Who's fulfilled his huge potential. A man who's done something good with his life. I owe you everything, Harry. Thank you. Don't mention it. You ready? Not a doubt in my mind. This is not the end. It is not even the beginning of the end. But it is perhaps the end of the beginning. That's the Kingsman. All right, bruv. 
Um, so there's a bunch happens there. We get the the end of the movie through that. We get the wedding where Eggsy finally marries Tildy. We get whiskey. Uh, our, our ginger getting promoted into the final spot, and we get um tequila in London, like at the Kingsman shop in a weird bowler hat suit. <laughs> like, yes. It just looks wrong on him. It looks great in the suit, but the hat just it doesn't work. Yeah, I, I yeah, the suit looks good. The hat just is weird. By the way, I'm sorry. I'm listening to the the clip, but then I'm watching the Oscars in silence, and I'm crying because Brendan Fraser won. Oh, and he he's he's crying, and I I can't even. I'm trying to read his lips, and he's just so appreciative that son of a bitch, and he's crying, and I'm crying, and holy fuck. Anyway, sorry. Well, that's gonna bring us to our ratings portion of the show, and let's do this. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, Rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? Yeah. So, are you guys entertained? I was pretty fucking entertained. I, I was too. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys pick. Which one of you guys wants to go first in this one? I'll go first, man. I'll take the honor of rating the most entertaining sequel I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, like I said, I'm ate up with these fucking Kingsman movies, man, and and they were a nice surprise. The first one I found to be really, really entertaining, and uh, the sequel did not disappoint. It, it gave you everything that you liked about the first one. Um, like I said, it kind of ramped. It it gets really close to parody, which is interesting without becoming too silly for you to enjoy. Like it's still really well done. Um, but it's it's still very much a love letter, and it and it still doesn't take itself too 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 seriously. So, um, yeah, I dug it. I recommend it to anybody who likes action movies, who likes spy movies, who likes you know James Bond stuff. Um, all that said, I would give it a solid four point one out of five stars. Very nice. high score. Hell yeah! So you like it more than the first one? I liked it a little more than the first one. Okay. Just 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 because of the cartoon element i'm a sucker for the comic book thing the cartoon thing yeah and uh yeah it leaned it. into it i appreciated that nice now nice, the third nice. one i started to try to watch the third one and i will admit to you i still have not finished it i got about halfway through and i was it, it's a different it was, kind of movie it's a little bit of a snoozer for me um i'm hoping it picks up at the second half i just haven't i haven't committed yet but yeah i dug it a lot man Hi, Dougie. All right. Well, I, I've already expressed my 
my feelings that it's not as good as the first one. And I mean, mainly because it's again, it's 30 minutes too long. We talked about the, the, the Glastonbury scene was unnecessary completely. And I think even the, the gondola and scene right after it was way too long. And, and then the lazy writing a couple of times got me too. So that said, I mean, I gave a 4.3 to Kingsman, but I can't even give this a four because of that. So it's a 3.9 for me. Oh, wow. Just because of that. I think Doug's mad because right as the scene happened where the old man said that's the first decent shit he had in three weeks, Doug went to take a shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. It soured me. Would have gotten a four if my shit went better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you needed a gondola coming at you, apparently. Yes. Uh, I mean... I just talked a whole bunch about this movie. Uh, I I think it's amazing. I think Kingsman one's amazing. Um, I don't even remember what I gave Kingsman. I know it was high as fuck. Like I know it was a four point eight. As I was thinking, four point eight. Um, I I wasn't sure if it was eight or nine, but I I I love both of these movies. Um, I like the colorfulness of the villains. I think Poppy was a great villain. I think, I think you know, the statesman thing was kind of was kind of funny but it was kind of douchey at the same time. I don't know. I'll go slightly lower than the first Kingsman on this one, but not much. I'll probably go with like a 4.6 on this one. Okay. Just because there was a couple scenes you did, you know, the did yeah. sense. Like, sure. I think the first one was a way more like coherent, straightforward movie. Whereas this one, they took a little more chances. Yep. So yeah, yeah that that's Kingsman golden circle. Cool. watch it. Um, oh, Eric, Michelle Yeoh won. Yes, yes. So I, I won. I won my. I bet on both of them. So I won money on both <laughs> acting picks. Yes, I did. So I just get to gloat because I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm beating my <laughs> wife and my mother-in-law in our pool. So there you go. That's oh, better man. anyway than what I did. Yeah. <laughs> free free money to bet on the Oscars. It's kind of sad, actually. Oh. Wow. I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. Well, we got some people to thank. Speaking of uh, free money. We do. Yeah, have some it's our free pay. money. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's not the money I used to bet on the Oscars, folks. <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> yes, we have some people to thank. These fine folks, uh, they give us some money every month out of their hard-earned paychecks. Um, it helps us keep the lights on, and uh, it's very gratifying. It feels good that these people care that much. Uh, we love all of you. For listening but these people they go a little bit extra and we'd love to see y'all do that that'd be fantastic a buck a month but these people are our patrons so we're going to read their names and we'd read your name too if you give us uh the pleasure of, of throwing us a dollar or two a month we'll start off with founding member hannah christ and we've got uh, peter bianco from the tone jerks podcast the second button podcast and the off the rails podcast mr brian gower uh, Joe and my co-host for the Just Surprising Podcast and also the Sharing Mops Podcast, Mr. Will Lehu. Sharing From Mops. The Life that's, by a, that's a, yeah, that's that's a janitor. janitor podcast. What is that? That's the janitor's podcast, Sharing Mops. Sharing Mops, yeah. Oh, sharing, I, that's what I said? Okay, I'm very tired and still slightly tipsy. I'm glad I was the only person that heard it because I, I Sharing Mops, you're right. It is, yeah, Mops. Sharing Mops. Sorry, Will. Um... From the Like My Pedals podcast, the Texas State Boggle Champs podcast, and the Texas Size 10-4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. Uh, we've got the lovely and talented Mr. Michael McVeigh. 
We've got Adam Al Sayed, Mr. Michael Van Zant, and last but definitely not least, Mr. U G Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yes, so indeed. Yeah, you can find and actually um, we have a special guest that's going to tell us where to find this. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. There you go. Give us a visit. Give us some money. Absolutely. We would also like to take this opportunity to thank show sponsor Mo DeWitt. DeWitt Law. Mo. Just call Mo. You're injured by robotic dogs. Um, somebody makes you turn your friend into hamburger and makes you eat that hamburger. I mean, that's psychological injury. I don't know. I don't know. Mo can help with that. Yeah, call Mo. Ask him about it. Um, and also visit justcallmo.com again for any legal inquiries or if you want to check out Mo's shop section where he has free and cheap merchandise available for you. Kitschy stuff. Weird stuff, boxer shorts, panties, uh, pajama pants, lunch box. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but it's also super fun. So again, just call mo dot com. Yeah, thank you guys. We appreciate all of you guys. You're, you're you're just wonderful human beings, and the world's better for having you in it. You know, I think that's I think that's accurate. And also feel like we should all just dress better and be fancier in general. And I'm still a little, little hammered off of these voodoo rangers. So, uh, yeah, we've got one thing left to do. Yeah. Lights. Camera. Fuck off, bruv. <laughs> Fuck off, Poppy. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. I'm hosting Jeopardy. (laughs) Are you though? Listen guys, we we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. uh, We are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, just, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Oh, damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some... Not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything right. picks. Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout-out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. 
Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.